It doesn't mean that I'm like, I'm in Buddha mode, right? Or I'm in, yeah. oh my God, now you're connected mode and I'm going to say the right thing. No. It means that I am confident that I can be true to myself in the moment and I'm going to love myself no matter what comes out of my mouth. Oh God, that is goals. Um, hashtag goals. Um, I sometimes, so that is definitely a practice unto itself. And I sometimes have a caveat before I open my mouth in those difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. Tell me. Where I basically just give a headline. Well, not a headline. I basically just give a warning. <laughs> it's basically that I want to, I'm, my intention is to come from a place of love and sharing and connection and what comes out may not land 100 and that I am open to con to continuing this conversation. I like that because to me, it's almost like a mission statement for the conversation. Mm -hmm. And I would add that my goal in this conversation is to realign and that's that. the intention and spirit I'm going to come from. And then I don't give a fuck what intention or spirit they come from. And right. I, I don't say that part out loud. Right. That that has to be. <laughs> I think that would, yeah, I get that. <laughs> that Thanks has... for clarifying. <laughs> uh, I'm amazing and fuck you. Okay, let's have a conversation. I, I don't give two fucks what comes. I, I clarify, though. It's really important, you know. <laughs> but basically, like, I have no, I say this with, uh, with in, in parenting a lot, which is I'm going to come at this conversation this way and I don't have any control over how you take it or perceive it or what you run and do with it afterwards. Ugh. But this is a spirit, so there you go. Yeah. This is beautiful. I have a quick question for you. Do you ever, yes. when you're talking to, when you've ever spoken to sponsors, take notes? Mm, that's a really good question. Sometimes I'll bring notes beforehand uh -huh. so that I don't yeah. forget it. As, yes. as we see yeah. that I forget a lot. <laughs> um, but during the conversation, to be honest, I don't think I ever take notes. So it's interesting, no, because I, because you know that whole script, right? Of like, I was just thinking as you were saying, and I don't say to them this, and it's like, oh yeah, to me that was obvious, and sometimes it's not. So sometimes I, I enjoy having clarity around those types of things of like, yeah, and I'm not going to say I don't, you know what I mean? Here's my intention, and and that blah 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 blah, and that last part, I I'm not going to say out loud, you know, but I know that in my being, right? Like, right. I don't. I mean that that for me that like I understand that vibe, like I get it, and that's not something necessarily I would take notes on. But in this whole reality versus scripted world, right? Um, reality in air quotes, obviously. But this thing of you know. Sometimes I find taking notes and I, I don't even reread them, but 
I don't know if it's me keeping busy. I don't really know what it is. No, no, it's good. I got it. I got it. I'm jumping in, okay. tagging in. Um, because I do almost have like a workplace sponsor, someone who's worked at her job for 30 years. She's navigated all the management. She knows all the back ends of HR. She's had to manage employees. She's had to have managers above her. And I do sometimes go to her and I go with a pencil and a pad and I say, how do I say bitch step off corporate? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do take notes for that one because and I do have to have a script for that one, you know, like you can't go into reality TV in the corporate world as much as I'd love to like I'm a spiritual being and I'm in a human suit and it's like it doesn't work when I need to get a paycheck today. Sorry, I love it. Let's make this podcast amazing so we can just be ourselves and make 700,000 grand a day. But until then. I got to put on a little bit of armor and play the game. So there's appropriate things for appropriate things for appropriate time. Like, yeah, I get that. And I appreciate that. I love that about you is that you what I'm actually hearing is that you are have help in many facets. One in particular is career. And you are going to somebody that isn't speaking out of their ass. They're speaking from their experience. Exactly. And that you're, you have like a beginner mind in the sense that you're being remaining teachable and that you have, you're creating boundaries and parameters around what you are saying so that it gets, it lands on the other side. Yes. Because much like you and what you said earlier, I am not great at having conversations that are middle of the road. I either want to throw the drink on your head and scream and yell, or I want to go, yeah, sure, I'll do that and be resentful underneath. The middle line where I do say, oh, 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 we're getting to my favorite quote Eva, well, no, my fa- I'm going to say that every five seconds. Let's I'm think. at the edge of my seat. I want to hear it. Do I <laughs> Wh- know this one or did you change it again? No, you know this one. Whitney okay. Cummings podcast, Good For You, which, okay, we won't digress. In the episode titled Codependency, Cummings said, codependency is the inability to be comfortable while someone else is in discomfort. It's the need to please others, even when it's at your own expense. Oh, my God. Right. Right. I may have to listen to that episode, actually. I don't think I've heard that episode. I've heard her. Wow. I just saw a clip of it. I've tried to listen to her episode. She talks far too much. It's long, right? Yeah, Yeah, I'm going to talk about that. But uh, um, she this I I saw a clip of this of her saying it and was mm-hmm. like codependency is the inability to be comfortable while someone else is in discomfort. Ooh, wow, that is God. And that's why I that's why I want to scream and yell and throw the drink or just say yes because yeah. just being there in my mature adult self and saying something that I know somebody else isn't going to like and then having to sit there <gasps> that's death. So I have something to add because I always share this thing of 
my example of codependency is when somebody cries and I don't give them a tissue. Versus my the codependent in me wants to give them a tissue, rub their arm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? As I'm quote unquote being of service and helpful. Mm-hmm. But what is actually happening is I am forfeiting. I'm interrupting their experience. They can ask for mm-hmm. a tissue if they want one or mm-hmm. pick up their own tissue. It's right mm-hmm. there on the table. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not experiencing any feelings that may or may mm-hmm. not be happening by holding space for somebody else having feelings. I'm making it about me. My God. Your there tears. Is. Yeah. Your tears have now become me handing you a Kleenex. Mm-hmm. I had an experience today that, and I'm having a a little bit of a hard time not comparing how I used to handle stuff to who I am today. Like I do, and my therapist has kind of called me out like, okay, we can stop with how you used to handle stuff. (laughs) Like, this is how you're handling it today. Because I want to be like, oh my God, I used to not do this. Like, this is a miracle. And she's like, it's not a miracle. Like, this is how you're handling stuff. Let's make this normal. So, um... But there was an instance today where I'm supposed to meet somebody for a meeting later that I don't know that well. And I thought, well, let me meet them beforehand and maybe we can get lunch or tea before this meeting and we can get to know each other better. They reached out wanting to go to this meeting and I told them where it was and we're going to meet. But I was like, hey, let me spend an hour beforehand. But I was going to have to reach out and might get rejected. I did it without attachment to the result mm-hmm. like okay i'm gonna reach out but also if they say no like cool i just have an extra hour on my sunday before this meeting and then they got the opportunity to write back and say hey i was bringing somebody to that meeting do you mind if this person joins us mm-hmm. and i'm like that sounds great and and then I didn't, it was just, it was such a, a minu- minutia example of all of this, not taking care of someone else, not doing the thinking for them. I'm the one who asked, I'm going to provide places that are close by this meeting, you know, and just <sighs> even if this isn't comfortable or they may not like this, like I'm, I'm not going to please this person. And I do trust now that they're going to be able to advocate for themselves and say what they want and say what they don't want. <sighs> So am I hearing this correctly that now you are meeting, you're you're not only meeting them, but now you're meeting a third person? Yes. Okay. So for me, this is the beauty of the program of leading, following this path is that my brain thinks of all or nothing, yes or no, now or never. And what's what I hear happening or what I see happening, what I'm making all of this mean is that it's just expanded mm-hmm. where it's not just this person. It's now there's another person. And there's more connection than there was before. That's such a good point. That's such a good point. OK, can I tell you one more win? Yes, please. But I don't know that this has to do with the topic, but you just... Oh, that's okay. I want to hit one here. You just remind me of another win of something. And again, I used to handle this so much differently and I handled it really cool. Um, I'm leaving for Chicago on Tuesday and I booked this way back in April. 
Um, no two different people than the girl that books the flight in April than the one who has to take it in October. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the 5 a.m. flight, like three hour layover in April. I was like, I don't care. Now I'm like, what was I thinking? So I realized the last week and a half that I could not find one credit card in my driver's license. And I'm practicing all this self-care and self-love and no drama and, and letting go. And I was like, okay, well, I haven't seen my driver's license in a while. It's not in that wallet. I've looked all the places. I thought it was at work. It's not there. And I just kept going, I'm going to let go. I'm going to let go. And then I was like, well, you have your passport. I don't know where that is either. I'm not good at admin. Um, and I'm like, well, you'll look for it on this day. And if you find it, you find it. And then at a certain point I had to go, you might have spent this money for Chicago and you might not have your driver's license or your passport and you might not be able to go. And I was like, okay, I let go of my of that attachment to that result. I surrendered all of it. And I was just like, I'm going to practice this whole higher self and trusting thing and let go. And yesterday I, I grabbed a purse and went out to lunch with my son and pulled out driver's license and that credit card. Wow. And was like, wow, thanks. Had no idea. And it was funny because we all, we went to lunch. I went to lunch with his girlfriend and him and trying to impress at this cool place. And I mm. give that credit card because it was the one in the burrs and the guy mm. like was declined because I forgot I had canceled it because I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> so that little thing is just about like, I let, I really, really surrendered. And it, it, it worked and it, it might not have. And I also got okay with that. Um, thank you so much for sharing that. I really needed to hear. I feel like you're like ninja status um, when it comes to the game and the practice of surrendering. Um, and it's such a powerful uh, reminder. And for me, it, it's the example really of what that really looks like, you know, and I want, I'm just made a note because I want to do a whole other episode on this because this is so directly related also to like manifesting, you know, and yes. I want, like we hear the manifesting, the crystals, the Sao Paulo Santo, all that stuff, but there is a like on the ground actual actions. Like you let, by letting go, I can actually receive and have space versus this fixed idea versus this script where there's no, there's only one possible outcome, you know? And I'm trying to force the yes or let's do, let's do this. This is the way it needs to look versus what actually can come, which is all of these other possibilities. For example, you have these three, you're meeting two people now instead of no mm -hmm. one. Yeah, the God deals that can show up when I surrender and let go of my attachment to the results. Yeah. Um. Oh, God, I love this episode. This this Thank is probably you. one of my top ones. Uh, I'm already I'm already ranking everything. Uh, <laughs> for our final five, you have a question? I do have a question, and it is... If you could go back to 
the Sam of two years ago. What would you tell him, like almost like a hack, like what phrase or sentence or paragraph, what hack would you give that Sam two years ago? Well, I think the thing that's coming up for me um, is to really get clear on where I want to go and where I want to be. Um, so what I'm thinking through the lens of career and um, joy of living and fulfilling purpose and using the gifts that I've been given um, to really have clarity and or pray for clarity on where I really want to go. Um, so I guess like in practical things, it's like I, I remember working with this one coach and they were like, you need to know what state you're going to, to know what direction you need to go in. You know, like if you're going from New York to Florida, like you're, you're Avi going South. Like if you want to go to Cali, you're going West, you know? So it doesn't matter where in Cali I may stop. I may decide to land in Texas. I don't know, you know, but I need to have a general direction. And I think like, that's what I would tell my younger self is to just get clear on what is that general direction? I love that. That's beautiful. How about you? Misty, two years ago, the hack sentence I would tell her is, you can take stock in the fact that you are enough. I'm telling you, I'm in it. I would not, I'm in some kind of flow. This is not normal Misty, but we're going to just, we're going to go with it and everybody access it as long as you can. I keep telling people like, y'all should call me and tell me if you have a question because I'm in it and I have been here before and, and it, I will be back in the place where I go, where I don't know and I'm scared. But right now, something bigger than me has me not scared you're connected you're in the flow i'm in the flow today today well you've been for a few days well for yeah for some it's time been, now i would say it's been a week i would say it's seven days i think i'm like on se day seven not to connect dots but to connect dots i think it's because it's the surrender ninja in you mm -hmm. i think it's this podcast honestly Oh, I really feel like the more it's okay. <laughs> Has anyone ever given credit to their spiritual awakening to TikTok and hosting a podcast? I don't know. But the self-esteem that I've been able to restore within myself, watching people on TikTok have my same character interestings or flaws or show their vulnerability in me realizing, oh, I'm a part of. I'm not a bad person start, starting 20 feet below ground. I'm a part of this whole human experience and everyone's scared and everyone's doing it wrong and everyone wants to be loving and kind and everyone wants people to love them. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so much fun. 
And look, that person fell. Ha <laughs> And look, oh, I fell too. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's so beautiful. It's like the identification and the uh, what the belonging. Yeah. Ugh. And I had to see other people. Like I thought there was so much I thought was terminally unique to me. And of course you go in the rooms and you hear it. And, and then it's terminally unique to me being an alcoholic, which is still bad and still below ground. And yeah. then you go on, you're like, oh no, I, I am human. That's beautiful. Thanks. Thank you so much, Misty. I'm so grateful we're doing this. Obviously, I am too. Thanks for the flow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Bitch, call your sponsor. Your sponsor. Call 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 your sponsor.